In the news this week, the online safety bill is set to become law after passing its final parliamentary hurdle. School governors are urged to check their school's RSE policies for radical trans ideology. And a Hampshire mum rejoices that both of her twins are thriving after she refused to abort one to save the other. Hello. The online safety bill is now due to become law after passing its final hurdle in Parliament. The amended bill, awaiting royal assent, requires social media and pornography websites to implement age verification that is highly effective at correctly determining whether or not a particular user is a child. Speaking in the House of Commons, Conservative MP Miriam Cates welcomed the protections for children, but warned there is still more to be done. A third of the internet is pornography. The global porn industry's revenue is estimated to be as high as $97 billion. So this bill is an important step forward, but we would be naive to expect this Goliath of an industry to roll over and keep children safe. There is more to do that will require international cooperation, cooperation from financial institutions and governments that are prepared to stand their ground against the might of these vested interests. And I very much hope that this one will. The Christian Institute has been campaigning for protections for children from pornography and other harmful content while ensuring that free speech is maintained online. In his analysis of the bill, the Institute's head of research, Dave Greatrex, addressed the government's crucial decision to drop the concerning legal but harmful clause for adults. One of the difficulties, I suppose, with working on this legislation has been that uh, we so fully support many aspects of what it's trying to do, not least the protection of children. And that yeah. was that was never the, never the concern. Mm. Uh, but it, it became this issue that when you're applying you know, the same legal but harmful threshold to adults, it's a different ballgame. And we were concerned, along with others, about that really this is infantilizing everybody and it's not giving uh, adults the... Uh, you know, the opportunity to engage with arguments. Um, and, and so that was the basis of uh, our case really to the government. It was uh, focused on the free speech uh, aspect. And, the f and as you mentioned earlier on, we wanted uh, the freedom of speech uh, around controversial issues, perhaps, but all issues to be the same online as it is offline. That was our, our key benchmark. School governors are being urged to check their schools' relationships and sex education policies for radical trans ideology. The plea comes from a Christian mum who was recently reinstated as a parent governor following an order made by the High Court. Susan, not her real name, had the backing of the Christian Institute in her legal case after she was removed from the governing body of a Gateshead primary school for raising concerns about resources promoting gender ideology. She told the Institute her reinstatement had reaffirmed a governor's rightful legal responsibility to question policies to ensure that everything done in the school is lawful and keeps the best interests of pupils in mind. I encourage all governors to investigate what's in their own RSE policy and question what resources are being used in their school. The Institute's Deputy Director, Kieran Kelly, backs Susan's call for governors to be proactive in digging into their school's RSE policies. Many policies give little or no consideration to what is suitable for the age or religious background of the pupils the lessons will be foisted upon. Susan's case sends a strong message to school governors that the law is on their side in asking detailed questions, scrutinising policies and always seeking the very best education for the children for whom they are responsible. 
And if you're a parent, teacher or governor who needs help or advice, our education team are only too happy to help. Call 0191 281 5664 or email info at christian.org.uk. The Equality and Human Rights Commission has urged the government to bring forward its delayed trans guidance for schools. In a letter to campaign group Sex Matters, the Equality's watchdog said it contacted the Department for Education and expects the upcoming guidance to be consulted on shortly. The watchdog also admitted it was correcting the inaccuracies in its own guidance for schools, which claimed affirming a gender-confused pupil's biological sex was direct discrimination. A spokesman for the Equality and Human Rights Commission urged the department to move quickly to help provide much-needed clarity for schools and families. And finally, a mum who refused to abort one of her twins when she was told it could save the other has shared her joy that both boys are doing well nine months on. Jordan and Chris Pritchard from Hampshire were informed after a scan that their twins had selective intrauterine growth restriction, which can cause malnutrition. But although a consultant advised them to abort the smaller twin, Mum Jordan said, We had to give both our boys an equal chance. She went on to give birth to Jackson and Archie last December, and the family are looking forward to celebrating their first Christmas at home together later this year. Jordan said, We are so grateful we didn't listen to the doctor's advice, as Archie wouldn't be here with us today. Well, that's all for this week. For regular updates and information on all of our stories, plus much more, visit our website at christian.org.uk. Until next time, goodbye.